Welcome to Marvelicious Toys. Hosted by Justin and his amazing friends, Arnie and Marjorie. We bring you news and reviews of Marvel toys, statues, and more. Because not all Marvel collections can be bagged and boarded. They're not just toys, they're Marvelicious. Welcome to issue 68 of Marvelicious Toys. I'm Marjorie. Pulling myself away from Pinterest, this is Arnie. <laughs> Curiously, I'm Justin. And next week, we're going to be in New York. Yay! I love New York. Wait, you guys get to be in New York. You can come with us anytime, Justin. I think I might take you up on that next year. We will have so much fun. It is the best city. Oh, yeah, and then there's <laughs> Toy Fair. <laughs> <laughs> yes, New York Toy Fair with all of the reviews and news will be coming next week. But this week, we've got quite a bit to talk about as well, starting off in... The Spectacular Store Report. Marjorie picked herself up something pretty to wear in New York. I did, just for you, Arnie. I thought maybe you'd like me in Spider-Man underwear. Target had another pair of Spider-Man underwear for girls, not for boys. Super cute. I can have Spider-Man on my woo <laughs> Actually, it's his foot, like he's kicking me in the bajingles. Mr. Bajingles. That's right, to you, it's Mr. Bajingles. <laughs> Arnie, you okay there? I don't know what to say to this. You don't like another man talking about my bajingles? Or is it... I don't know what to say to this. Or, or is it Spider-Man on my bajingles? We finally reached the level of Arnie's discomfort. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. So, Justin, new figures? <laughs> Wait, what? Where am I? What's going on here? <laughs> All right, let's stop talking about the wawa and talk about the monkey. <laughs> Let's get the monkey out and talk about him for a while, shall we? <laughs> I was lucky enough to place an order online and also receive my order <laughs> in the mail. So... That's the key is the second part, <laughs> damn it. Anybody can take the orders. It's the sending them out that is really the key to the order. <laughs> What we're talking about here is the new Marvel Legends Hit Monkey Wave. And it actually says Hit Monkey Series on the front, so I guess that's what we'll refer to it as. And as such, these figures aren't really numbered as they have been in the past. But let's start with the ones that are planned variants, because we're going to see, you know, the two different versions of characters coming out on these cards. And the first one is Hyperion, who is carded, you know, with himself and Sentry on the same card back. They show both of them on the front and the back. And should say right up front, it only takes three figures to build Hitmonkey. So it's a mini build figure. You only need to get Hyperion or Sentry, Iron Fist or Protector, or one of the two She-Hulks. Which also brings up a question before we get into this. I wonder if there's going to be variant pieces to the Hitmonkey, since these are all the variant characters. I was wondering that myself. I have not heard one way or another. It'll be interesting to find out. So, this first wave of shipments is sending out Hyperion, Protector, and Red She-Hulk. So, those are the ones we're going to review. And Hyperion is one of the bigger buck figures. I'm trying to think who else recently we've got that uses this big buck. Uh, he's kind of looking like Warpath to me. Is it the Warpath buck? That's what I'm thinking, too. At least the upper body. You know, he's got his own unique boots here. Maybe some unique hands or whatnot, and definitely a unique head and a unique cape. 
His cape's kind of cool. It's a two-piece cape. You can pop off the part that comes over his shoulder. It just is a little peg that goes in his back, and the rest of his cape goes into a peg below that. So I've never seen that before, a two-piece cape where the whole thing can come apart. And The reason it's kind of neat is because it allows for the pin or whatever the holder is that would hold it on his shoulder. One comes up over his right shoulder while the other one sits behind his left shoulder. So it's kind of a neat little non-symmetric design to a cape. And it's cast in yellow, but has a little bit of gold paint to it on the button parts. Now, my particular one has a really cool head sculpt, except for his eye is a little wonky. One of his eyes seems to be looking off to the side, a little bit like Sloth from Goonies. (laughs) (laughs) I kind of see what you mean. Yeah, it kind of does. He looks like he's full of a kind of roid rage. (laughs) He kind of looks like Henry Rollins. With that jaw, yeah. Yeah, he does have a... He's got a square jaw. He's got some chiseled features. And that that anger look, it just makes me think of Henry Rollins. But yeah, all in all, he's a pretty cool figure. You know, what more can you get from a caped hero like this? You know, he's got his big pirate boots on and all that good stuff. He's hefty and has all the right articulation. And then we get Protector, who seems to be a lot of that medium sculpt build. We get our Spider-Mans and those type of guys out of with that. I'm still not a huge fan of the articulation they do on these shoulders, where it's the double hinged shoulders. He can do that thing where he's trying to touch his elbows behind his back. (laughs) (laughs) Now, who is he going to be a variant with? We get Iron Fist yet again. Iron Fist is super prevalent in the modern Marvel line. We've had him three or four times in Marvel Universe and the original Marvel Legends. There was a red version and a green version. And now we're going to get a cool white and gold version. So somebody over at Hasbro is a big fan of Iron Fist, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) So Protector as a figure, you know, nothing super exciting or surprising about him. You know, standard mid-sized buck. Got a new head sculpt with a little ridge on there for actually three little ridges on his head. And it looks like some same guns that we've gotten before. He actually is very reminiscent of Phantom X, just without a coat this time. That's what I was getting off of him, too, with the guns, the white, the black, the size of the buck. It's looking a lot like that one. Yeah, the holsters and everything. He's a good figure, maybe not the highlight of the wave. But then we do get into one of the tallest figures in the wave. Actually, I'm standing Red She-Hulk up next to Hyperion. She's actually a good half inch taller than him. Now, here's what I wasn't sure about until I got this one in my hands. We have seen She-Hulk in the Marvel Legends line, and not too long ago. She was part of the Hasbro lineup. I have her in the Fing Fang Foom series. Yep, that's where she came from. But this is a totally new sculpt. They didn't use any of those parts. You know, we got a whole new head sculpt. And I think this hair is unique to her. I don't think it's one of the madam's hair because it's much bigger than what the madam's had going on. And she's got she's got all the proper articulation. Her biceps, her elbows, even even her wrists are articulated to go up and down. Swivel hips, swivel thighs, rocker ankles, double hinge knees. And for the most part, she's cast in red plastic except for her upper torso, which is probably cast in a black or a purple plastic, I'm guessing, with the red painted on. And they did a pretty good job of matching up with it, because it's not super easy to tell that that's paint and the rest of her is red plastic. But what I'm digging here is that her outfit is a dull metallic purple, and then the rest of it is highlighted with a shiny black. So some nice contrast going on there. Oh, I see. It's kind of like a, yeah, the shiny matte. 
Yeah, which is a contradiction, but it it's what it is. <laughs> yeah, no, it's kind of like a muted shiny. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. It's really nice, actually. The problem I've got with her is the way they did her upper legs, like her bikini area. If you turn to the side, it looks like she's got a big tumor. <laughs> Do you see what I'm talking about? When yeah, you go her to the side, it looks like... I can see that. She's got a prolapsed bladder or something from all that weightlifting. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty risque costume. I mean, it's... It's, it's totally pretty- 80s aerobics. Yeah, her, speaking of aerobics, it's like she's not wearing leggings or anything, and her boots seem to be just painted on. There's no sculpting to the end of that boot. It's just almost like they dipped her feet in black paint and said, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) Might have been what happened. (laughs) David Fodder knew how to make the shoes. (laughs) She's got her workout gloves with some buckle accessories on her wrists. And a huge ass sword. I haven't read enough red She-Hulk comics to know if she has Castle Grayskull's sword or not, but that's kind of <laughs> what it looks like. <laughs> that looks like a big bacon sword, though, doesn't it? She's wielding a slice of bacon. <laughs> it looks like a multi-tool, you know. It's got a serrated edge to a part of it, and the bottom could be a bottle opener. <laughs> Pretty soon, Diamond's going to be selling it. <laughs> If you got two of them put them together, you're right. You would have the, the power of Gray Skull there. But all in all, I would say it's it's an improvement over the last She-Hulk sculpt, especially in the face area. That one was always kind of goofy and scary looking. So once you get those three figures, you have all the pieces and parts you need to build your little Hit Monkey. Now, Hit Monkey stands, I would say, maybe three inches tall. He's not as tall as a three and three quarter inch figure, but he's highly articulated for a little guy. He's got full-on articulated knees. He's got ball articulation in his ankles. His hips are swivel and ball jointed. His arms are very well articulated, wrist swivel and all that good stuff. And he's a really good sculpt. His head is hilarious. He's got little fangs going on in his mouth. He looks like Reservoir Dogs monkey. <laughs> he totally yeah, why does. is he wearing a suit? I, I'm expecting him to say if the manager doesn't give me the diamonds, cut off one of the fingers, the little one. <laughs> Tell him the thumbs next. <laughs> this is one scary little. Oh my god, he's freaky looking. He's like a mean monkey. This is Harvey Keitel in another thirty years. Is what we're looking uh. at. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm pretty impressed with him, though. For Build-A-Figure, you know, I'm, the only issues I'm really having is one of his arms doesn't want to stay in very well. And I don't know if I just got a wonky one, but the pegs to pop it in are really small. The smallest little pegs I've ever seen. They're only probably less than a quarter inch long. Not very girthy. So, yeah, not knowing if there's going to be any variant on Hitmonkey, I could very easily see him maybe painting his tie a different color or maybe coming out with a head where he's not screaming. Maybe his mouth is closed. I would think they have to. I mean, they put the parts with the variant figures to make him the same. That would make him the cheapest build a figure on all of eBay. Yeah, exactly. Because everyone would end up with two. (laughs) You're right. I bet you we see a variant coming down the pike here. At least a different color tie. But he comes with four guns altogether. You get two handguns and then two, like, oozy, semi-automatic type of guns for him. But he'll look cool standing next to Deadpool, (laughs) screaming his little head off. (laughs) But then we get into the last new figure of this wave, because the rest of them are going to be straight-up repaints, as we kind of talked about before. But the new Ultimate Captain America figure, which I think you said comes two per case. Yep. Which is probably a good thing because 
even with all the cap stuff that's been out lately, this is unique to any Marvel Legends style cap I've seen before. Because it's a costume we haven't gotten and got some new parts going on here. Now he's probably using boots from somewhere else and arms from somewhere else and all that good stuff. But I think we have a new head and a new vest. Because this is the cap that is geared up to go on adventures. He's got his adventure vest on and his utility belt and all that good stuff. I think he's pretty cool looking. And I do think you're right, it is a new head, because it's definitely more of a grimace than he's had before. That jaw, it's very the tick. Yeah. <laughs> he's the more serious, sullen cap. You know, he's seen too much crap now, and he's ready to get out there and fight. But I'm, I'm impressed with the articulation. It's all the same articulation you're going to expect. If I had to ding this figure, it would be just slightly, because he has a holster on his thigh, with a gun that's molded in there. You know, I feel like Marvel Legends has set the bar where it's like, if there's going to be a holster, you're going to be able to use it. And it's just, even if I always just put that gun in there and left it there forever, there's just something comforting knowing that I could take it out and put it in his hand if I wanted to. And then the shield that he comes with, I feel like might be the same shield that came with the Commander Rogers figure, just painted differently. Actually, yep, I picked up a Commander Rogers figure, and it is the same shield where... Commander Rogers was cast in red plastic and then the other parts are painted on. This seems to be cast in silver gray plastic with the red and blue painted on. But other than that, no other accessories. That gun stays in his holster and the knife on the back of his utility belt stays in there too. So, But it's a nice, unique cap in a time where, like I said, we've had a lot of Captain Americas coming down at us. Yeah, it looks like a good figure. I'm not too excited about another six-inch cap, but... Honestly, this is one of the figures in the wave that, even though it's a newer sculpt, is exciting me less than some of the repaints. Yeah, I can I can see that. You know, I mean, if I were to put all of these in order, I think he'd be in the top half of the wave for me. But speaking of repaints, we get Wolverine again. And this is the exact same sculpt that came in the Comic-Con Legends Return X-Force pack. But now, this Wolverine actually matches better than the one that came in that pack. Because if you remember, in that pack, he was gray and black, and Archangel was silver and black. Well, now this one is a more of a silver paint than the gray. So if you want to match up your team a little better, and you already have that one, <laughs> I would say pick this one up because it matches the Warpath, who has silver paint, and it matches the Archangel. Now we're just going to need to wait for a Psylocke and a, a Deadpool with some silver on them. <laughs> I'm sure Deadpool will be coming sooner. Rather than later. <laughs> so yeah, no no new surprises there. Same sculpt, just updated paint. What about the claws? The exclusive one had the vac metalized claws. Vac metalized or at least silver paint. These seem to be non-painted but cast in a nice grayish plastic. Definitely not as shiny or metallic as the original. So leaving the more detail-oriented collectors to fend for themselves and maybe start pulling pieces off of these two guys to make the ultimate X-Force Wolverine. But finally, I think the one that's going to be the hardest to find because people just go bat crazy over Archangel is a repaint of the Archangel that came in the Comic-Con pack, but this time in his classic blue and purple outfit. I like the look of this figure. I love that figure from the X-Force pack. The giant wings, kick-ass, and... I'm all about the blue and purple look. The wings are what makes this one, just because they're so tremendous. And you're right, this is one that people are going to gobble up, and it's going to be hard to find, if you find them at all. 
<laughs> what I was surprised by is I wasn't sure how he was going to be painted, but the purple on him is a nice, shiny, metallic, purplish, magenta color, which is nice. I thought it could have been like a flat paint and not been metallic, but it's it's got a really cool look to it. But other than that, it's the same head, the same sculpt all the way throughout. This time the wings are cast in a gray plastic, not as shiny and silvery as the original. But all in all, I don't think anybody's going to be disappointed with finding this figure in the stores when they do. If they do, this is going to be the one. It's going to be like the Archangel in the universe line, I bet. Just because I think people feel there's more bang for the buck when there's more plastic. And those <laughs> exactly. wings are a lot of plastic. You do feel like you're getting your money's worth. Well, hopefully... These arrive on my doorstep before Toy Fair. (laughs) (laughs) All in all, I think it's a good start to the year for this wave of Marvel Legends. And if they keep going at this this pace and this quality, I will look forward to future waves. But I still need to find the variants from last year's last wave. So does the rest of the world. You're not alone. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe you can start a support group, Justin. (laughs) The variantless collectors of America. Well, cool. Thanks for running those down. You've made me anticipate those toys quite a bit. And I got to say, we talked last week on the show about all of the stuff Hasbro has been releasing for Iron Man 3. I'm at this point where I don't care what Hasbro shows us from Iron Man 3 and, if anything, from Wolverine. And maybe they'll tease us with something from Thor 2. I want to see what they show from MU and Marvel Legends. And the fact that this wave, you give such a glowing review, just whets my appetite more to see what they have to show in New York next week. Agreed. And now, just a few things that went on sale online in... Sales to Astonish! You know, I have an iPhone 5, and there's something I think (laughs) about it. I often think, you know, that's just too small. It's just too thin, too wafer-like, too aerodynamic. What I need is something that makes it huge and bulky and thick. And Yahoo for (laughs) me, 86 Hero, the phone case makers, are coming out with just the iPhone case that does that. The Iron Man Mark 7 iPhone case that appears to be around three inches thick. (laughs) So ridiculous. (laughs) You can't even set it down on its back. I'll just roll away. (laughs) It appears like it even, like, extends. I don't know if there's a Bluetooth piece to it, because if you look at the back, it looks like it can somehow become even larger. (laughs) So you pre-ordered it, I take it. Oh, yes. Okay. It is so ostentatious, I must own it. You're going to need, like, a separate bag to carry your phone in. Remember when... We had the Palm Pilot. That's kind of what this is reminding me of. I need a stylus now. (laughs) Yeah. It weighs almost a pound. God. (laughs) That's insane. Why should droid phone users be the only ones to have giant weights in their pocket? And then I found something else online that's even more weird than that iPhone case. Have you ever been interested in a superhero porn parody, but you just don't want to deal with all that hardcore pornography? You really want to know the plots? You had me at the beginning of that, but then at the end, you lost me. Who is this person that wants to know this? Emma Edwards is there for you. I honestly swear to God, I was searching for Star Wars Iron-On book on Amazon. When a book comes up called Sex on Set... 10 triple X porn productions of comics and superheroes, volume three. 
This is a Kindle book for $2.99 that describes the action in porn parodies. So you can get all the plot and none of the sex. It's perfect for curious puritanicals. (laughs) I'm reading over this list and it's reminding me of that scene in Clerks where where Randall's ordering movies for the for the video store. <laughs> Did you see that it's 69 pages? <laughs> of course it is. And half of them are stuck together. Now, I'm not buying this, but it does have the Incredible Hulk and Iron Man triple X parodies. But here's a bit if you if I may talk DC a little bit, here is a paragraph from the DC Catwoman parody. The tale begins with Catwoman crashing through the ceiling of a greasy spoon diner to entice a top-level food scientist disguised as a waitress into giving her information that can lead to the next ingredient for her top-secret formula. After heavy convincing that includes shoving her in her mouth and offering her sexy server a taste of her warm, milky center, the waitress gives Catwoman the whereabouts of Anna Lovato, a ruthless gangster who can help. Striking up a deal to have Anna steal an ancient artifact from the Natural History Museum, containing one of the secret ingredients within the walls of a sacred urn, Catwoman is almost there. With one compound left to go, Catwoman becomes painfully aware the Joker has possession of the final ingredient. With an existing relationship that's anything but cuddly, our kitty is about to become quite frisky. (laughs) Well, don't leave us hanging. What happens next? Read the book. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> rent the movie. <laughs> <laughs> so this should be called Everything You Fast Forwarded Through, the book. <laughs> wow. Well, let's discuss some things a little bit more serious collecting. I guess Sales to Astonish was a little weak this week. <laughs> <laughs> On the bright side, it's only two ninety nine. <laughs> Marvelous News discovered something this week, which may be a big Iron Man 3 movie spoiler coming out of all places Funko's pop vinyl line of bobbleheads. They released the images of four Iron Man 3 pop vinyls, and one of them could just be a major plot point. Well, they named it. Hasbro has one of their assembler figures that looks a lot like this, too. Was that one named? As well, it has a slightly different name, but meaning about the same thing. And we apologize for being cagey, but we don't want to spoil any listeners. You can go to the links on our homepage to Marvelous News and Entertainment Earth to compare, and you'll see what we're talking about. Also, I'm pretty sure we're going to hear about some Iron Man 3 Lego sets next week when we meet up with Lego at Toy Fair, because some Iron Man 3 minifigures have started to hit eBay already. And while they're a little bit pricey at 40 bucks a figure, I imagine we'll be able to get the entire set for that price or less. They're very cute, and it's a war machine with a removable helmet and two different faces. <laughs> He's smiling on one side and just kind of stoic on the other. That's cute. My only problem, I love the Lego people, but the helmet looks funky on the little Lego people for Iron Man. It always does if it's the removable helmet. I, know. I think they should just stick to the head swap ones when they did the Iron Man for Avengers. Yeah, they look like a thumb drive. Yeah. Yeah, they're way out of proportion. Looks like an orange on a toothpick. It looks like on the back of War Machine, if you popped his arms out and switched them around too, his back is reversible too. It looks like a flight suit. Well, that could be kind of cool, man. Yeah, I see what you're talking about now. That's a nifty little catch. 
Yeah. I never really wondered what War Machine wore under that armor, but now I guess I know it's a flight suit. <laughs> okay. And finally, Diamond Select has confirmed they will be the first to market with Marvel Now figures with their Wave 51 of Minimates. Wave 50 is Iron Man 3. Wave 51 is going to be Marvel Now. I got to admit, I'm a little underwhelmed. We don't get the Hulk with the armor or anything. What we get is Superior Spider-Man, Nick Fury Jr., Maria Hill, Nova, Shanna the She-Devil, and Sauron. Now, does Nick Fury Jr. wear the eye patch because he does. He, just because he's honoring his dad or he just likes his dad's look? He loses his eye, too. He also lost his eye, and he also is an agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> I think they would have been straining credibility less if they just had Ultimate Nick Fury cross over the way Spider-Man crossed over briefly and explained two Nick Furies. But no, this is Nick Fury's son. <laughs> yeah, a little underwhelming. Not a whole lot of awesomeness going on there. You know, Nova looks like he's kind of cool. Nova looks cool. I'm a little bummed because the Maria Hill figure is a rare variant. So it's Nick Fury Jr. with a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent or the Chase Maria Hill with the S.H.I.E.L.D. agent. Now, admittedly, it's at least good it's a troop builder if you're going to end up with two S.H.I.E.L.D. agents. But I don't know. For Marvel now, given the spectacular art and the new Iron Man armor and all the different things, this one feels a little bit like they could have gone bigger. Yeah, it doesn't scream Marvel now. You could you could be excused for just thinking this is just regular Marvel-inspired characters. Marvel then. <laughs> Marvel then. <laughs> but you can read all about that on Marvel.com. And that is our show for this week. When we are back next, we will have a slew of new collecting news coming to you straight from Manhattan, straight from Hasbro, all about all the toys coming out this year. Remember, before then, you can still enter for the Barbarian Hulk figure, courtesy of Diamond Select Toys. I'm sorry, what's he called? Barbarian Hulk. Hula Hulk. Hula Hulk. He looks like he's going to a luau. So all that and more on the next Marvelicious Toys. Thank you for listening to this episode of Marvelicious Toys. If you enjoyed this podcast, please help our show by leaving a positive review for the show on iTunes. There's even more Marvelicious content at our website, MarveliciousToys.com. At the site, you can see pictures of the products we discussed, find checklists for Marvel toys, talk and trade with the Marvelicious forums, and much more. It's all at MarveliciousToys.com. We want to hear your thoughts on Marvel collectibles. You can leave reports of your latest toy finds as well as product reviews on our voicemail at 803-MARVEL-4 or email an MP3 or iPhone voice memo to show at MarveliciousToys.com. Marvelicious Toys is produced and edited by Arnie Carvalho. Marvelicious website design by Jason. Graphic design by Justin. Website photo editing by Jen and Jeff. Podcast enhancement by Andrew, Shane, Daryl, and Barrett. Announcements by Brock. The Marvelicious theme song, Bam Pow Kablam, is composed by Joe Harrison. See more of Joe's work at www.starwarsfanworks.com slash lionsmouth. If you also like Star Wars, Star Wars Collecting is covered weekly at our other podcast, Star Wars Action News, which you can find at swactionnews.com. Marvel Comics and all that the Marvel Multiverse contains are the intellectual property of Marvel Entertainment Incorporated, a subsidiary of the Walt Disney Company, and no infringement is intended. 
Marvelicious Toys is a Venganza Media production, copyright 2013, all rights reserved. And no part of this show may be reproduced, repurposed, or redistributed without the written permission of Venganza Media Incorporated. Let's get the monkey out and talk about him for a while, shall we? <laughs> Would you like to touch my monkey? <laughs> you cannot touch my monkey. I'm not touching okay. anyone's monkey. Unless you buy me a few drinks first. <laughs> then you're going to hit that monkey? <laughs> <laughs> you, may, you may hit my monkey. You may hit my hit monkey. <laughs> I'm standing Red She-Hulk up next to Hyperion. And she's actually a good half inch taller than him. So... I quote Eddie Murphy. That's a big bitch. <laughs> or Deuce Bigelow. That's a huge bitch. <laughs> and a huge ass sword. They were just going to say huge ass. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> She's got a badonkadonk. <laughs> Not very girthy. So did you check wiki for the average size of a monkey peg and does this <laughs> I fall figured below that, that? I figured you were I figured you were doing that with your other research. <laughs> <laughs> Rock Nulu how Exactly. It came off my iPod the other day. <laughs> so you guys, everybody, let's do it for our country. For the red, <laughs> white, and blue. Let's do it for the hula hulk. We can do it. Come on. <laughs> We're going to podcast tonight. We're going to podcast tonight. Oh, wait. What's that nun doing there? Oh, now we need to give away a ghost rider. Cause he's we need a ghost rider. Ghost I pissed Marjorie <laughs> off so much because when we did our ghost rider podcast last year, that got in my head every day. I need a G-H-O-S-T-R-I-D-E-R. The worst part was the dancing. 